0: You're listening to Chatting with Copywriters. I'm your co-host Kimberly Whitecamp, and I'm Bobby Lind. And on each episode, we break down the mysteries of copywriting and marketing.
1: We're back with another extra special episode of Chatting with Copywriters with the topic of how marketing has changed. this episode is going to be a little bit different than our normal fare. Bobby and I are going to be looking over an old ad, and we're going to talk about how uh, marketing has changed, essentially. Would this ad fly today? What kind of messaging does it give and how we might change it or improve it? So basically, here's the way it's going to work. Bobby has the ads in front of her. I do not. So she's going to give me a brief description of what this ad looks like and read out the copy to me. And then we're going to have a little chat about how marketing has changed. So, Bobby, and uh, just to to clarify for people out there, we are not going to find out what the product is. I'm going to see if I can guess what the product is based on the copy in the ad. Because we've had before in the past when we've done this where uh, I didn't actually know who was making the advertisement. So,
0: Bobby. We've had it in the past where I've had the ad and I still didn't know who made it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? I'm like, who is this? I have no idea. Okay, great. So Bobby, I'm ready. Hit me.
0: Well, I'll try not to just hit you too hard. How about that? <laughs> All right. So today's okay. ad looks like it could have been, I I mean it could have been in any format. It could have been a, a a full page ad, a half page, or even a quarter page, or even a small one. So it it looks like it would fit in any of those depending on just the size that it that it handed and for whatever it was in being published. So there is an image. Of an old man sitting a chair. It looks like maybe a living room type of chair or a really fancy dinner chair. There is a table next to him. There's a bottle on the table. And he has a glass and is doing the kind of the cheers move where you clink the glasses together to, to a young girl. I don't really have any idea how young this girl is. Possibly... Could be anywhere between like the ages of seven and 10, possibly.
1: Oh, okay. So a really young girl.
0: Yes. So at the t- in the top left-hand corner, it says beneficial to young and old. Okay. Okay. So now our picture makes at least a little bit of sense. Right. Okay. Underneath the picture, it says Gesundheit Grandpa in quotes. And underneath that, it says cultivate the Rainer beer habit. It brings the glow of health and gives a new lease on life dot, 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 dot. There's four dots there. No medicine can equal it as a tonic. The Seattle Brewing and Malting Company, Seattle, Washington. Oh my.
1: (laughs) So clearly uh, this ad is from before the days of illegal drinking age. Uh, (laughs) As a good for young and old. Um, Also, it's talking about how a lot of alcohols and a lot of things that used to be very, very bad for you were advertised as health supplements, essentially.
0: Oh, that makes me remember. The, was it the one that we did? Was it on sugar that it just It was on us, sugar, yes. Oh, it made sugar us. Nuts. Gives it,
1: children a sweet disposition.
0: Absolutely. I remember that. That's that was in our uh, one of our one of our earlier "How Times Have Changed" episode. Great one to go back and listen to. Oh, but anyways, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so this one is about Rainer Beer. So I mean. Uh, hopefully you caught on to that. I I did catch on to that. It's in the copy. So here's what I like about the ad. I mean, let's talk about what, what I find works on this ad. The, the picture is about 50% of the ad. So there's a very clear visual element to it. And the words are very easy to read. It flows off the tongue, even if it makes you go, wait, what? But that's the difference in the times, right? Which we'll get to. And it's, when you look at this ad, it's very clear to see what's going on. And that's very different from some of the ads of yesteryear and even some ads today. I mean, Holy Christmas, they can be so busy that you can't even figure out what's going on in the ad. And this is, it's very clear. It's, it's simple. It tells a quick story in very little words and very little space. And I like that about what this ad has done. And it, Most likely was effective, but there's no call to action.
1: I was going to say the one thing, you know, it does, it tells me what it is. So that's a step forward from a lot of ads I've seen from the past. I know exactly who is making this advertisement, but while it's implying that there are health benefits to drinking Rainier beer, I don't know how I'm supposed to buy it. Like, is this from a catalog? Do I need to order it? Can I go to my local, probably at this point, my,
0: piggly my wiggly, local,
1: <laughs> my local uh, dry goods store and uh, yeah. pick up a, a six pack or, you know, that, is a, that leaves so many questions. Is there a coupon I can bring in to, to be encouraged to go buy it? There's literally nothing telling me, you know, it tells a story. Uh, mm-hmm. It's very memorable. It's got an interesting headline. But it doesn't tell me to do anything, so it's kind of not very useful as direct advertising, especially in this day and age.
0: Yeah, well, one of the other things that that it does is, I mean, it says it's beneficial to old, to young and old, but it doesn't say how. It doesn't. It, I mean, it does, but it, that's not. I mean, the headline is just beneficial to young and old, whereas the rest of the copy kind of gets into the how by bringing the glow of health and gives a new lease on life. And let me tell you, the last time that I had beer, my new lease on life was I want to sit here and not really get around and move (laughs) and possibly drink more beer. But then you get hungry or then you go, oh my God, I have to eat. So there's just so much that goes into drinking beer for the new lease on life.
1: Yeah, uh, and that's something also very interesting. It
0: brings up a good
1: juxtaposition to what you can say today. I mean, every single beer commercial I can think of has the phrase "Please drink responsibly" because they're required to now. But yes, also, will. it's just that idea of implying something that can't be proven, uh, and that's a huge, huge part of marketing today. Is you need to have the proof. You need to have the proof, no matter what it is. You want to have the story, you want to drag your readers in, absolutely, but the best way to sell is to have that proof. And, you know, y- it doesn't have to be like a statistic or something. It can be implied proof or testimonials or something, but... Brood um, as cold as the Rockies. Exactly. Brood as cold as the Rockies. Okay. So that's telling me it's very cold and it's going to be very refreshing because it's very cold, mm-hmm. right? Or, you know, it's going to be a nice thing to have after a hot summer's day. Okay, great. But this one, it's just like gives me a new lease on life. It's so vague. I'm like, a new. What is well, that? Mean? I
0: mean, but there's so many of those. I mean, I mean, Corona is what. It's find your beach. That's their that's their slogan. Is is find your beach. Is, you but know, there's something like, implied I mean, with that. Finding there's a, beach. there's a lot that's implied, but at yeah. the same time, you know, it's it's vague. It is. It is. They are. They are. They are vague. And as a conversion copywriter and our direct response type copywriter, those types of commercials or ads drive me bananas. Because also
1: I don't want to find a beach. I glow in the dark. So uh, no beaches for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and, and I mean, when you watch, like if you watch a um, Corona commercial, it's very interesting. Like they'll actually make the transition between you and your friends at the bar and you and your friends at the beach. And it's a very interesting and smooth transition and how they do that. It's, you know, find your beach, which really could be anywhere, but it's still more, its it's an, it's an implied benefit which is good and it works but there's no direct call to action on you know hey go get this today and or even find it at your local grocers i mean there's just no there seems to be no call to action just much like there is in this old ad that we're talking about with renee beer and those ones today but as far as would this ad fly today what's your on a scale of one to ten kimberly would this ad fly today negative three yeah. In fact, they would do it once and would be visited by many three-letter bureaus, I'm sure.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> you know, and, and that's something just to keep in mind, right? You have to keep the times in mind. And so tonics, right? The use of the word tonic, though. Tonic implies it's beneficial, it's got health benefits, It's got uh, it's going to improve your health some way. You use it not necessarily as a, oh, I want to have a drink, I'll have a beer, but Oh, I'm not feeling well. I'll go have a beer. That, that is something uh, that did stand out to me, is use the word tonic. But it also makes me think of traveling snake oil salesman in the early uh, days of the Oregon Trail. Uh, that kind of oh, I implies to me when this, uh, <laughs> when this ad might
0: have run. I love, I love that game. I died of dysentery so many times in that game. <laughs> but I digress. I don't think you ran out of money in the game. Yes. You die of hunger. Uh, it, uh, I had so much, I had so much fun, but moving on. <laughs> yes. Moving on. All right. So our second ad for the day is, again, it could be, it could be a full page ad could be a half page ad. I just, from the looks of the way that some of the words are in here, I don't imagine it was much less than a half page ad, because some of the words, even as big as it is that I'm staring at it, are very small to read. So hopefully it was, I, I would probably say full page or half page at best. I wouldn't necessarily go any smaller than that. Good bit of the ad is like this. It's like the side profile of a woman and her, of her face staring at a baby who. I mean, I would say my guess, and I really suck at guessing age, is the baby is anywhere between, like, six months and possibly a year and a half old. Okay. If I had to guess, like, if you, if you, you know, like, made me take a guess on how old. Could be a little bit older, but definitely not toddler and walking. That's not kind of the age that I see this. I mean, it, I mean it's just more of, like, a headshot on the baby. And there's a, um, in the bottom right... Left in the bottom left-hand corner, as I'm staring at it, there's what looks to be an old Coke bottle in the bottom corner. Top left, and our headline says, "For a better start in life, start cola," which is bolded and underlined. Earlier, exclamation point. Down in the bottom right-hand corner is the question, "How soon is too soon?" And then it goes into a paragraph. And hopefully I, hopefully I can read this because it is a little bit blurred. Not soon enough. Laboratory texts over the last few years have proven that babies who start drinking soda during that early formative period have a much higher chance of gaining acceptance and "Quote unquote, fitting in." Oh my! I can't even read this during those awkward oh. pre-teen and teen years. Oh my god! So do yourself a favor, do your child a favor, start them on a strict regimen of sodas and other sugary carbonated beverages right now <laughs> for a lifetime of guaranteed happiness.
1: Oh, the Soda
0: Pop Board of America.
1: Wow, where do I start?
0: Where, wait a minute, wait a minute. We've got a couple. Ugh. We've got a couple of what are they? They're almost callouts, like off the bottle. It's not in like the bubble format, but it's like it's like words. What does it? it says? Promotes active lifestyle, boosts personality, gives body essential, and it's blurred. I think it says sugars. Okay. Well, you know what?
1: I'm not going to start from the ridiculousness of this. I'm going to start from the theme. Uh, And this is something that we saw actually a lot in a previous episode. This is aimed at parents. Yes. This ad is aimed at parents. It's very clear it's aimed at parents. And it's aimed at parents who are looking for ways to improve how they raise their children. Um, And it's very interesting, right? Because that is a very popular topic in the blogging blogosphere now as well. You know, there's so many parenting blogs. What do you, what do, you do to raise good Absolutely. kids? Absolutely. So this ad is very much speaking to the right audience. Clearly, they want to speak to parents who are going to be buying the food in the store uh, and claiming that by getting your kid addicted to Coke before they're even off formula, it's a good idea. But once again no call to action or not really a very defined call to action. I know who's promoting it, which uh, we, this was the same thing with the sugar. It's not a, any particular product that's being promoted. It's a board that's advocating for you to pop soda. So that, those are my, those are the first thoughts I'm going to share. As opposed to the messaging and everything, uh, they've done a really good job of actually speaking to a particular audience, bringing in that audience And uh, kind of figuring out how to how to speak and what to say. What are your thoughts, Bobby?
0: So, actually, my thoughts on this is this: this is actually very localized in where they were advertising because of specifically the use of the word cola. Now, soda can either be soda, soda pop, pop, Coke, or cola, and there's a couple of other ones depending on where in the country you are and you live. Now. To me, I don't know where this is, and I'm sure a quick Google search would actually bring that up on where, where they use the word cola to reference soda, soda pop, coke, all the good jazz. And so this is actually it's very localized marketing, is one of the things that I know. But that's because I'm aware of I'm aware of the fact that it's different depending on where in the country you live. So number one, they're using colloquialisms. It's a great word. I love that one, mainly really because it's you know, it makes me sound fancy. It's using a colloquialism that would not work here in Texas because it's not what they call soda here. Down here, it's all a Coke. When they ask yeah, you, what do, you, know, you know, they're like, you ask, can I, you know, do you have Coke? They'll ask you what, you know, which Coke would you like? And, you know, it's not, oh well, which flavor of Coke do I want? I mean, that can literally mean Sprite or root beer or Pepsi. It's all called Coke down here. So this isn't this wasn't necessarily targeted towards those of us at least in Texas, if not some in the South. So it's from another area in the country. One of the things that I notice. The other one is it asks a question that may or may not have been in the minds of the readers, which is how soon is too soon to give your children this product? Now, as a parent, I have that question about almost everything when I when my children were significantly younger than they are. Not that they're old now, but when they were babies, it's, you know, when was it acceptable to start giving my children honey? When was it acceptable to start giving my children, uh, you know, whole milk versus,
1: you know, or even
0: 2%, which I I don't give my children 2% milk, but there's a whole, that's a whole different, you know, category of podcasts, you know, but for me, it was, when is it right to introduce, you know, solid foods as they're growing up? And so, right it is It is a question that's on the minds of mothers, and so to tap into that, they did a really good job of tapping into something that mothers think at any point in time when their children are very young and, and and in that baby to toddler into childhood stage, so it's that how soon is too soon So they really do enter the question, if not for the specific product, they enter the questions that young mothers or new mothers or even new again mothers have in raising their children. They also do a really great job of using
1: FOMO, uh, you know, fear of missing out. Because in part of that, it says that in order
0: for you to have a child that fits in, right? Right. A child
1: that fits in, in those awkward preteen years. Yes. You need to start as young as possible. So it's not only saying, you know, speaking to those new mothers, it's also speaking to the fact that you can't wait. You need to find out. So there is that implied action of you need to start using this now.
0: For a lifetime of guaranteed happiness. Right? And I'm like, what? oh my God, the words just dripping out of my mouth just make me go, I, 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 just, I can't read this. <laughs> yeah, you know, how
1: soon is too soon to start your kid on sugar and caffeine?
0: Not um, soon enough, according to this ad. <laughs>
1: exactly. But again, you know, would this fly today? Again, all of those promises not backed up a lot of different things. Just saying stuff that they claim is true without actually proving it's true. Applying health benefits. Again, we're seeing that in this ad uh, it's implying there's some kind of health benefit. I think one of the blurbs you said was like promotes
0: health. Oh yeah, promotes an active lifestyle. Promotes an active lifestyle. So you know,
1: active lifestyle is always good, right? But again, there's that implied call to action uh, and implied use of persuasion of uh, if you don't start now, it's too late, so you need to start as mm-hmm. soon as possible. But also a lot of elements that would not
0: fly today. <laughs> I am going to disagree with you a little bit on that. Okay, What's and the reason that I'm going to disagree is not necessarily the content, but the context. Okay. okay? Now, because this is an because this is an ad for soda, sugar, and, you know, and, and, and that type of stuff, it, it doesn't fly today because we're very, you know, there's a, there's a massive swing in how we promote sugary products. However, if this was something for an, an information product, almost everything as it's written would work. So instead of saying for a better start in life, start cola earlier for a better start in life start listening to mozart earlier how soon is too soon not soon enough laboratory texts over the last few years have proven that babies who start listening to mozart during those early formative years i mean do you see how that matters so for this one i think the content works when it's in the right context. And so I think exactly. they did a really good job other than the call to action, which we've, you know, we kind of harp on for some of these old ones. So I am going to slightly disagree that I think the ad would work today, but not for this product.
1: Well, and that's what I'm saying, right? would it work for this product. That's kind of where I'm approaching it from. Uh-huh. But I, I do agree that a lot of the phrasing, a lot of the, the mm-hmm. format of how it is phrased, especially in the parenting niche Mm-hmm. It would fly. It would work. It would say, uh, "Hey, raise your hand if you're if you're wanting to do this." Hey, yeah. stop and look at this and and figure that out. But for a sugary product with caffeine uh, and maybe other additives, it would not work today. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So we've uh, had a, a nice, fun discussion of some very old advertising for this special episode of how marketing has changed. Do you have uh, any final thoughts, Bobby?
0: Other than the fact that I love to look at these old things and just see what's different and what's um, you know, what what was acceptable back then and and yeah, really how times have changed. It's it's pretty impressive to kind of go back and look through the yesteryears.
1: And I I want to add on to that that I actually like seeing also how things are similar, right? How this is an ad aimed at parents. It's aimed at a similar demographic. It's aimed at and how they approach that and how they talk about persuasion uh, can still be used today. It's just, uh, as you said, context over content. Thanks for listening to this extra special episode of Chatting with Copywriters, Writers, where we talked about how marketing has changed. Mic drop! <laughs> <laughs> Check out our past episodes and visit us at chattingwithcopywriters.com. If you have a topic or would like to appear on our show, please get in touch with us by filling out the contact form. And don't forget to subscribe either at chattingwithcopywriters.com or on your favorite podcast service such as iTunes or Spotify. And if you like what you hear, please share it with your friends and leave us a review.